0: Talk dirty to me. The Quick and the Dirty with Hillary and Sandra. You're kidding me. Here are things that I
1: have put in my <laughs> mouth.
0: Uh, oh my God, Hillary. <laughs> it's what everyone is talking about.
1: Get jazzy on
0: I'm Hillary from London. And I'm Sandra from Ottawa.
1: And welcome to the Quick and the Dirty podcast. It's basically the stuff you talk about with your friends, except we record it and we post it online so that you can be a part of it. We also sometimes have some really ge- great guests, but today is not that day. No, today is definitely
0: not that day. Today it's just wall to wall, Hillary and Sandra. And we were trying to think of a way that we could sort of frame this podcast. And really, Hillary, you nailed it. We are airing our grievances.
1: This is all <laughs> the little crap that builds up in your life that frustrates you. We're talking about it all today. That's right. So it's basically a series of quicks that we made the dirty. Right. Yeah, that's right.
0: Girl, where do we even
1: begin? I think we have to start with the uh, Olympic hangover. It's all over. We have to go back to talking about the weather (laughs) in casual conversation. What the hell?
0: I know we can't bring up two-man luge which seemed to be normal uh, about a week ago now now you're right we're talking about the mundane things in life it's really
1: upsetting because for a couple of weeks you knew what you were doing every night and every morning you were checking on stuff in the morning cheering on Canadians at work uh, checking in online maybe streaming some stuff and not really doing your job now you have no excuse not to work I know were you as into it as I was into it because it was my life I wasn't on it uh, every day. I wasn't watching TV, but I would check in for the important stuff and, like, just, you know, turn it on, see what's going on, maybe stay if it interested me.
0: Yeah. But you know, the thing about the Olympics, first of all, I'm like the biggest patriot. I love the Olympics. I look forward to the Olympics every four years, especially the Winter Olympics, because we dominate. And it's way more fun to win than to lose. I think we can
1: agree. Well, yeah. And Winter Olympics are so much more exciting than Summer Olympics. Like in the summer, everything's happy. It's like, let's go fast. Let's do everything fast. And then in the winter, it's like, let's not die. (laughs) Like on the bobsled course? Well, let's hurdle ourselves down a mountain of ice with (laughs) blades, stopping only with our hands. And even like anything with skating, we're going to strap foot knives on and then (laughs) hope that we don't run over anybody's arms or legs. That's exactly right. That's why they're so great. You're right. At any given time, somebody could die. Or seriously injure themselves, impale themselves with some sort of fiberglass object. Well, that's the risk you take, isn't it? You you know what killed me? It was like, I think day three
0: of watching the Winter Olympics. I was watching the uh, ski jumping, which is, uh, you've got to be crazy to even do that. Yeah, like how do you even start to decide to do that? I know. Like, nobody says, like, dreams one day when they're nine years old, I want to be a ski jumper. I've never heard of anybody wanting that, except, un- like, unless you're Norwegian, of course, because that's what they do. Right. But the idea that I was maybe four people into the ski jumping and I became an expert explaining <laughs> to the people around me what a telemark landing was. He won't get the points on that. That wasn't a telemark landing. <laughs>
1: Like I idea. literally figure skated for eight months of my life when I was a child, and I would sit and watch figure skating and be like, oh, she touched a toe. Her form's not great. She traveled too much on that spin.
0: Mm. Oh, it's not looking good. Yeah. Yet. She won't get the technical marks on that one for sure.
1: <laughs> it's like, you know nothing, but suddenly you're an expert. <laughs> I, I actually got Bob called out too. on it. Are By you a who? hockey fan? I am a hockey fan of course. So I'm in a room with a bunch of like hardcore hockey fans and we were watching I think it was the it was the men's final or the the last game that Canada played right. and th- they were up or down by a couple of points and I said, "Oh, a two a two point lead is like the worst lead in hockey," which like everybody knows that is the worst lead you can possibly have because you're comfortable and you usually give it away. Right, and
0: then next thing you know, right. they've they've scored and then they tie it up last minute. Right, and
1: my friend who's very into hockey called me out on it and was like, "Hillary, just stop." Everybody <laughs> knows that. Thanks, tips. Yeah, thanks for stating the obvious. <laughs>
0: like,
1: so I you're had that one person thing to say it's the one thing I know. Just let me say it
0: <laughs> with a little bit of surety because it's all I have. <laughs> really? Yeah. So what are you yeah. going to talk about now that it's all over? Um I honestly feel like I don't have a whole lot going on in my life. I feel like I can't even remember who I was before the Olympics started. It's only been what 16 days of competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I can't remember what TV shows I was into. <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> what food I used to make because I've been eating, like, a lot of not fast food, but, you know, pre-frozen um, uh, foods. Right. So I don't have to spend a lot of time cooking because it takes me away from my beloved Olympics. Right. So now I'm like, what foods did we eat? <laughs> Where did we go? <laughs> what happened to our lot? Where? Who was I in mid-January? I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Those you things. know what I will
1: say, though? Uh, Canada's getting a lot of flack because we were the party of the Olympics. Like, right. W- we had a couple of train wrecks. Uh, people uh, not handling things very well. There was the, the silver medalist on the Canadian women's hockey team that took her medal right off. Yeah. There was uh, a lot of drunkenness. There was a naked person <laughs> watching curling. Yeah. There was uh, the ski cross guy from London, actually, my hometown London. Uh, Dave, he uh, stole a car and drove it drunk with his technical trainer and his wife. I'm a, you know, Canada has been getting a lot of flack, but I'm actually kind of proud to be Canadian because we're not lame anymore.
0: (laughs) Well, there's an, there was actually an article I read just recently in the Globe and Mail that talked about the Canadians becoming the ugly Americans. And because where we used to be quiet about our patriotism, now we're loud and proud and in your face and we're winning. And when you're winning, you start getting arrogant. And that's what we're becoming. And that's sort of not the Canadian charm. But yet, I'm okay with that. Except for the
1: drunk guy who stole a a car. I'm not okay with that I'm not okay with drunk driving. But I'm kind of cool with the fact that we're like rule breakers. You know? (laughs) Like, Canada's so polite. We don't do anything wrong. And we say sorry when we win. And I don't think we're showing off in any sense of the word. I don't think we're, we're that sort of... Like arrogance? Like yeah. No, I just think that uh, we're having a little more
0: fun. <laughs> it's way more fun to win than to lose. I think we can all agree on that.
1: Yes. Yeah, but like the the hard losses humbled us, right? Curling was a hard loss for both teams, right? Uh, And hockey. And hockey, both teams. Like, those were hard losses. So I think those are the humbling ones, so we can be loud about the rest. (laughs) And by the way, back to that guy who stole the the idling
0: car, it wasn't just any car, it was a Hummer. Right. He was probably like, Where else am I going to get to drive one of these? I'm in. Hummers are the most obnoxious cars on oh, the yeah. planet. Who the hell do you think you are that you need a lane and a half for your car? <laughs> Get out of here. You need two parking spots to park in. Get out of here. There's like a guy where I live who drives a Hummer, and he's in the west end of Ottawa all the time. It's just one. Who else drives a Hummer? Everybody knows there's one guy. I didn't and, think people still drove those. They were like a five years ago, ten years ago, thing, yeah. weren't they? Well, that's why it, now it's really noticeable when you see a Hummer. It's like, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> Trade it in for a smart car. We're doing that now. So yeah, a and smart time, car or something you can plug in. <laughs>
1: that's right.
0: And every time the Hummers are bad for so many reasons, but you know, every time you hit the gas, it's like a gas tank flushing, or a toilet flushing <laughs> because you use so much gas in it. You know, and just the arrogance of the the space it takes. Anyway, so the fact that he stole an idle. Hummer. It's, like, it's pretty ridiculous. You You're a jerk. You're kind of a jerk. But anyway, it's really
1: <laughs> awkward. We threw a, a, a big party for him at our ski hill here in town. Oh, and everyone was, was like, so proud. And now we're not talking about that anymore.
0: <laughs> now, every time you see him, everybody's going to be like, uh, guys, go to your car and make sure the doors are locked.
1: Right. <laughs> Did anyone want find our... out if the streaker was Canadian? Because I feel like he should have been. The guy in the tutu with the monkey thing over his crotch? Oh, that was at the figure skating gala. Yeah, was he Canadian?
0: Uh, I don't know that he was. I just read quickly that he was some kind of a world-renowned crasher. Like, that's what he does. He crashes parties, he streaks, he's, he does it for attention. I don't think he's Canadian.
1: Uh, do he's we want amazing. Him?
0: Are we good that he's not Canadian, or do no. we want him to be one of us? I'm I not feel sure. like he should be one of us after everything else that happened. <laughs> I
1: like that he had a monkey on his pee-pee. <laughs> Did you see that? I did. It was amazing. <laughs> it was like a little pocket. It wasn't impressive, though. No. Yeah, it was a baby
0: monkey. That's true. <laughs> Just a wee I, monkey. I always, how do you keep it on? Is it an underwear?
1: I would think that there's maybe like a waistband. Okay. Like yeah. it's a belt with a little pouch. If it can stay on in its own, then I'm impressed. <laughs> 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 All right. We need to move on to another grievance. Oh, yes. Uh, what? What's your grievance? Uh, I... Love this warmer weather. Are you guys getting warm
0: weather in Ottawa right now? Uh, we're on the plus side almost every day and will be for the next few days. Totally. Yeah.
1: So um, I hate spring cleaning in the backyard. You have a dog about the same size as mine. What's <laughs> a minefield. Uh, I am the worst tenant ever. I rent uh, the bottom floor of a house and I feel really bad because I planned on picking up the landmines on Sunday And my landlord made it out Saturday before. Oh, how embarrassing. It was so embarrassing because, like, I kind of figured I'd get it first and they would know how much I'd let it go and been lazy over the winter. (laughs) Because, honestly, the snow was so deep this winter. There was no gold. Like, you couldn't find it.
0: So now you're, they're thinking, oh, nice. She doesn't even clean up the poop. And meanwhile, they had no idea that you had the, every intention of doing it. Oh, but yeah. you didn't get, oh, That's the worst. I
1: was giving it an extra day to dry out because we had had so much rain. And there's nothing worse than a mushy old poo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh,
1: I, I went out. I had my rubber boots on. I was all ready to go and like... And It's already collected in a pail, most of it. I finished up, I disinfected all the tools that they were using, and then I immediately drove to the liquor store because the only way to fix that kind of embarrassment <laughs> is to add liquor to it.
0: And so that's very good. So at least they know you're not a total monster. Oh,
1: I, I sent an apologetic letter and said, you know, I had gone out fully intending to take care of this today, but you would beat me to it. And I'm so embarrassed. And I bet they were like, no, no, it's fine. It's no, fine. I'm, sh- no, she was like, we'll enjoy it. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, so she wasn't actually. No, they were pissed. For yeah. sure. <laughs> for sure they were pissed. But uh, oh, bruiser. I feel bad. But do you, you know have to I... pick up your poop all winter?
0: Like, no one's back there. Nobody does it. Nobody picks up dog poop in the winter in their own backyard. You only do it when you go on a walk because you have to. Right? right? So you I'm wait not. till they're little frozen turds and then you find them later. It's way easier. I give my kid 20 bucks to do it. He's happy. He'll do anything for 20 bucks. <laughs> so liquor. Yeah. <laughs> So exactly the same thing. My problem now with your story isn't that you didn't do, you didn't pick it up because that's human, and that's what we all would have done. Is that she wasn't gracious in your apology? I hate
1: that. Well, I don't know. I, no, I feel she, bad. She, I would have been pissed too.
0: I get it, but I mean, if you hadn't have apologized and acknowledged and given her the booze then maybe she could not be gracious. But she recognizes a human being you meant to get to it. She got to it first. I'm sure she didn't enjoy it because you got a big dog, girl, a big one.
1: And I <laughs> they bet... also have a dog, but it has half size poos to my dog.
0: All right. So they knew exactly which poop was your dog. Oh, yeah.
1: 100%. Your dog poops like like a, a... human, a... like a human, <laughs> like a little newborn. Seven it's pounder. like picking up after Tim Bonner. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a coiler. <laughs> That is quite a coiler. So I gotcha.
0: Yeah, Uh, it was just
1: super embarrassing. It's like when you go take your dog for a walk and you run out of bags. Like, what do you do? Do you fake fake the bend over like you're picking it up and then just kind of like. I did that
0: last year. I actually said very loudly because there were people, I don't have any bags. I'll come back for it later. I actually did that just in case somebody saw me not picking up the poop.
1: Okay, so I am the worst of all human beings for not picking up the bad backyard poop. But have you ever noticed you go on a walk and people go to the trouble of picking up the dog poop with the doggy bag and then they like leave it on the sidewalk in the bag? Or Yeah, like, what is that? What is with it? If you're going to go to the trouble, you might as well carry it the whole way. That's right. Aren't there? And And if you're walking, there's usually, I mean, this is Canada. We're very... Clean that way. There's always a garbage bin somewhere. See, my neighborhood, they don't have the garbage bins because they don't want to have somebody have to come empty them. They have a problem with that apparently. Oh, so so you have to bring it home? You have to bring it home, which I think is fair too. Well, I mean, whatever. You're picking it up from the
0: backyard. It's all going in the bin anyway. What's the diff, right? Oh my gosh. But that stuff is heavy. Like I'm talking 30 pounds. (laughs) Oh, my God. Thank God we don't have to clean human poop, right? It could be worse. Oh, my goodness. It could be way, way worse. Uh, okay. New grievance. Okay. New grievance. I'm putting. I'm checking that one off. <laughs> and I will now move to the next grievance. And that is game nights. What? People that invite you to their house to do a game night. Uh, come to my house. We're playing charades or we're
1: playing cards against humanity. Have you ever um, been to one? No, I won't. Will not go. See, because you're missing out. You don't understand what game night actually is. Okay, well, school me. If your friends are total nerds and losers, they maybe play one game as a conversation starter, and then you get so drunk that you do not play any more games. And you never (laughs) actually play, like, if it's one of those games with a board and then also cards like trivia, you never use the board at game night. What about Monopoly? What if someone invites you from Monopoly? That is like a three-hour commitment. Who plays Monopoly? I don't know. I'm asking. No one plays Monopoly. They're quick games, usually ones that involve humiliation and guessing. (laughs) And anyone who knows, if you're hosting a game night and there's alcohol involved, you got to choose the games to get funnier the drunker you get.
0: Well, first of all, I don't need a board game to humiliate myself or humiliate you. I could just do it on my own. See, my problem, Hillary, is that whole idea of inviting people over with an activity involved, the pretense right. of activity. Because when you have kids, you know how it is, you're, you're bringing kids to parties and there's always an activity and then we do a presents and then we do cake and then we give you a loot bag and then you go home. There's a lot of structure to having those kid parties. But as we get older, I like the idea of just saying, no pretenses, let's just have drinks and see where the night goes. Let's not build it around the an activity or pretend it's around an activity because I want to be authentic with my friends and have real conversations.
1: Yeah, but we do that too. I'm a big fan of the game night. It's great as somebody new in town when you don't know the people who are going to be at the party. It's a good icebreaker. Um, But I also find that game night, it's... (sighs) I think there are a lot of people in this world that hang out with friends that they don't actually like, but they're just people that they once liked or had something in common with. And this is like something that you could start a conversation around in case you actually hate the people you're with.
0: (laughs) That's absolutely horrible what you just said. (laughs) That you're even
1: having, having a night with people you don't like. Or you don't know. Like in my case, it's a great jumping off point for conversation. And we usually get distracted and we don't end up playing the games because we actually like each other. Right. But there are some people. I have a friend. And I will not mention her name, but her significant other has such horrible social anxiety. The only social gatherings he will go to are ones with games because he can talk about a game. He can participate in that and no one will ask him questions about himself. So he uses
0: the game as a cloak to shield himself from having real connections.
1: Right. Because he doesn't much care for those. So why is that my problem?
0: That's his problem if he needs to cloak himself in a game night. I can't I can't play this charade of life with him.
1: Now, I have a question. Why I feel like I know why you hate game night and it has more to do with the fact that you can't concentrate for 2 seconds or stay sober <laughs> enough to follow rules. Rules and Sandra, they don't go together. Uh, I feel and, like and I it's flip like not like so much. <laughs> also, you're a terrible loser. What do you mean I'm a terrible loser? <laughs>
0: I'm a great loser. I lose all the time. I hope I've lost in life more than I've won in life. But Hillary. you also love I'm to fine. be the
1: center of attention. And when people are paying attention to a game, they're not paying attention to Sandra. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. I can't let the game be the star of the show. I have to be the star of the show. On, but on, yeah. You know what? I, maybe in a subconscious way, you might be right. I would, I will acquiesce and say perhaps. But mostly, it's just an old school notion that when you get together with people, you shouldn't do it under a ruse a guise. Like back in the day, uh, you know, the, the Fantasia parties that they used to have, the Tupperware parties, just a way to get women together and then, you know, shop and do things like that. people have been playing
1: cards since the dawn of time.
0: Cards. I feel like it's different, though, because that's because that requires a lot more concentration and less conversation. There's a skill involved to card playing during the evening. And so that you're you know, there's always something happening. You can't leave a card game and have a conversation and then come back to the card game. You're either playing cards for the night or you're not playing cards, one or the other.
1: But there's breaks. There's... I don't see there being any difference between a card game and
0: a board game. I just feel like a, it's a ruse almost, and a, it's kind of phony to get people together to talk. I just, I just want to say, why can't we just get together and talk and not have a, a structured game night planned? Just come to my house. I'll put wine in your hand in 30, 32 seconds. It'll all be good. <laughs> and I'll How be the center of attention. Yeah. Yeah, that oh. I'll be the center of attention, and all is well in the world, right? I don't know okay are we gonna call it a draw then on game night yeah I think so because I'm a okay. fan I know that there's a lot of people who are um, almost militant about loving their game nights so you you have your game nights and enjoy yourself but never invite me <laughs> P- perhaps that's the uh,
1: that's, that's <laughs> I the- really want to play the the uh, the what's it called the one with the mouth things you put these spreaders in your mouth and then you have to try and talk with them like holding your lips open. You'd be hilarious. I don't, I don't even,
0: that doesn't even sound remotely appealing to me. That's disgusting. (laughs) You put things in your mouth and uh, it's basically like a dental
1: spreader. Like it pulls your mouth open.
0: That's what I, that's exactly how I want people to see me after I put my (laughs) lipstick on. And I've done a nice smoky eye for you people. (laughs) Look at my gums.
1: Game sites are for friends that you don't have to get dressed up for though.
0: Okay. Well, I already hate this. (laughs) Why am I even leaving the house? I don't, I, I'm i a full believer that when I go out, I like to dress for every occasion. You know, I like to get fancy and put on a smoky eye. I don't like going into anywhere in like sweatpants or being comfortable. Comfortable is for my own house, not for other
1: people's <laughs> homes. <laughs> not even like your very, very, very best friend.
0: Um, even yesterday, I mean, I went and had coffee with Deb, you know, you've heard me talk about her on the podcast before, my right. bestie Deb, even, uh, even for her, I did a nice pashmina at the coffee and I did, I did a really nice smoky eye because you know, I'm not a heathen. <laughs> I'm still a civilized lady, even I, even though I don't present as one many times with my mouth and my language. But at the end of the day, when you first see me, I'd like to trick you.
1: Everybody needs a Sandra in their life when their partner calls them high maintenance. <laughs> Honest to God, you're the only saving grace for me. My boyfriend is convinced that I'm so high maintenance and it takes me so long to get ready. We just need to spend a day with you. <laughs> and Excuse it's all me? wash. I track, have you seen me? I travel carry on now. I'm a low may. Yeah, Sorry. Carry on, but you still take forever to get ready. Although you need a full squad because I have to do your hair. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you call me high low may. Okay. High low I, May. I feel like I'm
0: high maintenance emotionally, but low maintenance.
1: <laughs> if you can't leave the house without a smoky eye, you're high maintenance. <laughs> I'm sorry. It doesn't matter if you use two eyeshadows or ten. You're still high maintenance. That's right.
0: And, and mascara. If you if you ever see me without mascara, please euthanize me on the spot because I cannot have that ever. Oh, my God, I'm a monster. Listen to me. Don't, don't invite me to game night. And, oh, by the way, new rule, if you ever see me dead, you know what to do, right? What? Put Pull you over into a ditch? <laughs> no. Put a gloss on me, for God's sake. For God. Make me look presentable
1: for the paramedics. You know, come on. I thought you we would had this have agreement. Loved... No, you would have loved my grandmother. She was, like, in the hospital getting uh, surgery, and I would have to go in and set her hair and do her makeup. Like at 90. Amazing. Yeah. Th- she was exactly a total B. You had th- a lot
0: in common. I want, that's who I want to be. <laughs> Although I don't want to live to that age. I'd like to go in my 70s when I'm still pretty. <laughs> she had
1: the best legs in the family. Probably still does. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I don't know. Did you want to check? <laughs> you sicko. No, thank you.
0: We're good. <laughs> Okay, we're calling game night a draw. We're calling game night a draw. All right. Next grievance. What is your grievance? Oh, Oh, this one's mine. That's right. People who unfriend you and unlike your posts on social media and play that little game with you. And just recently, it was brought to my attention that there are apps that can let you
1: monitor
0: all that nonsense in real time. So, so what does
1: it monitor? Unfriends, unlikes, and what about unfollows because Facebook has that now.
0: I've heard that that there are apps for Facebook unfollows and I can't find one. So if anybody's listening to this podcast right now, has any suggestions, find us on social, send us a note or send us an an email on our Gmail account because I would, I cannot find a good one. All I have is uh, I have three apps. I don't have one for all of them because I couldn't figure it out. So I have one app that does unfriending on Facebook. So if anyone unfriends me or deactivates, I know.
1: Now, Um, does it differentiate between deactivating their account
0: or unfriending you? Well, it'll it'll tell you that they've unfriended you. And then if you investigate further, you can see for yourself that it's it's a deactivation.
1: Okay. What so if they I, just blocked you for reals?
0: That hasn't happened yet. So I don't know. I have had many people who've blocked me, but not since I should say I got this app. So I don't know <laughs> if it'll tell you. Um, I, I, the jury's still out on that one. I have a Twitter one that tells me the new followers and uh, how many people have unfollowed me. And how many people um, who are following me that I'm not following back and vice versa. I don't really care too much about Twitter. So I, I haven't even I don't care. Right. It's the Instagram one. I feel like there's just a ton of game playing going
1: on. OK, so uh, example, what kind of person unfollowed you? Um, they're people who will follow me and then wait till I follow them
0: back and then they'll unfollow me.
1: Oh, so they want your like.
0: Right. And they're not giving back the like. They're taking back the like.
1: Oh, I never add people, by the way,
0: because it's my
1: goal to have fewer people I follow
0: than followers. Right. Unless you want to be nice for what I used to do is when they'd follow me, I'd follow them back because I didn't understand. I don't, but I don't know I what only the big want deal is. People in my
1: feed I actually want to see.
0: Well, see, that's obviously what their plan is, too, because they don't want to see my feed. So now this app will say who is following you. Or who are you following that isn't following you back specifically? So now my new part-time job is going through the feed and unfollowing the people that aren't following me. They're, You know what they are? They're takers and they're not givers. So I'm taking it back right now.
1: Oh, I'm hmm. totally going to F with you.
0: Don't do that, Hillary, because <laughs> I can't. I can't have you bog me down. But <laughs> it's honestly becoming kind of like a funny little game. I'm like, oh, yeah, you want to take back that like? Well, I'm taking back my follow. See ya, Bye. Have a nice life. Don't come back around these parts, Here.
1: Now, we've run a couple of contests on The Quick and the Dirty. Do you think there are people who have followed you for that? And then now that it's over, they're like, oh, I'm out.
0: A few have for sure. Um, since I've added the app maybe uh, a week ago, I've had about 17 people who have unfollowed me.
1: Do you think they can track whether you have the app?
0: I don't know if they can track whether I have the app, but they might have their own app and they're seeing what I'm doing too. Right. That, that has dawned on me. And, and then I, know, I wonder yeah.
1: how many are fake accounts because there is a lot of like bots and stuff that gets removed.
0: Well, then their feelings won't be hurt when I unfollow them. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, it's it's like, how do I have so much time in
1: my life for this nonsense? And why do you care? It's not like they're actual friends of yours. The ones that bother me are people who say they're my friends, but then they don't care on Facebook or social media. Right. Like, it drives me crazy that I don't have my boyfriend on any of my social media. And he has it. He doesn't really use it very often. He'll follow other people. But uh, it's like a no-go. Why? Because... What's you want him, the need? I know He's why. like,
0: because eh. you want him to adore all your gorgeous selfies.
1: Well, no, but he follows me. It's just I don't have him on any of mine, and I feel like it, it would be desperation if I tried to add him. So I'm like trying not to care, but I care. <laughs> <laughs> and you think
0: there's something wrong with me? Right.
1: <laughs> like I shouldn't him. care. No, I'm going to start adding him. How about I start adding him on my <laughs> social media? Also, I, I feel like people can track him through me because people oh. are curious about him.
0: So... So it's you know, yeah, it might not be that hard to find him. So I get you, you respecting his privacy.
1: Yeah, he has a a job where he deals with people who can be into illegal things sometimes. So mm-hmm. uh, it makes him sound like a drug dealer. No, he runs a shelter, so he's dealing with some unsavory characters occasionally. Most of them are very nice, but some are involved in criminal activity. So he has to be careful.
0: Okay, that's so. The, yeah, there's something bigger at play
1: than right. your feelings. Right. but is Although there... my feelings feel pretty big. No. <laughs> I'm just joking. It, it's totally fine.
0: Are you going to start following and unfollowing me because you know that'll destroy me? Yes. I
1: really just want to get a bunch of people to add to you and then <laughs> I Do need you to know? get an army of people to unravel you <laughs> and slowly for but surely.
0: Yeah. And for those of you who are listening to the podcast right now, don't even think about it, okay? <laughs> Don't even think about it. You're my people. Don't even play with me like that. You know I'm sensitive. By the way, Hillary, the only other one that I really care about, i honestly, I don't care about the Instagram or the Twitter all that much. It's the Facebook unfollow because for me, the, my Facebook friends are my friends or my colleagues in radio. I have a lot of radio people, extended family, mm-hmm. and and close friends on my Facebook. So everybody I've added, I have a personal, some kind of a personal relationship with or I've right. had a personal. So uh, this app doesn't tell me who's unfollowing me, but there's a part of me I think that maybe just wants to know the truth I'm not someone who ever likes to pretend I do really when it comes to truth, I always say I'd rather know the truth than a lie, even if the truth
1: hurts. Well, and the thing is you don't post a lot of garbage Like, I'm guilty of posting selfies usually to promote people who've helped me out with stuff or done my makeup or my hair, and people bug me all the time about posting selfies because it's kind of self-indulgent, but it's more about promoting other people who've helped me out
0: but you're also in a different line of work than a lot of people. You're in the business. You're, you're a media personality. So you're playing at a different l- rule. The, the rules are a little bit different for you and e- me because we're promoting our brand and whatever. And most, I don't want to say regular people, but most people aren't promoting their brand. So when they post selfies and they're just doing it for the sake of the selfie Right. And there's, there's no real Yeah, but maybe point like
1: my friend from high school doesn't want to see the 20 things I did at work this week.
0: Okay, so if your friend on high school starts uh, from high school starts to unfollow you, that's going to sting a little bit.
1: A little. I think mostly because the majority of people are just so curious what's going on in other people's lives. Like we're nosy and that's what Facebook's all about.
0: Of course. So if somebody unfollows me so far, by the way, again, I don't have the app and I'm going to figure it out again. If anybody knows, let me know what that app is. I would like to know and uh,
1: then I could deal with that person accordingly. (laughs) And how is that? (laughs) So why are you unfollowing me? would uh, Would you confront somebody who unfollowed you? No. No, but it, it, it doesn't. Then what's warrant. the point? B, well, first of all, a it
0: doesn't warrant a confrontation for sure. That's not a big enough uh, felony or not a felony, a big <laughs> enough crime, if okay. you will. Can't think of the right word. But but two, I just for my own benefit, then I won't invest in that person, especially if they are because a closer friend. Facebook, yeah. If they unfollow me, let's say, let's say I see this person on a regular basis and then I find out they've unfollowed me on Facebook and I feel like I'm invested in that person. Then I can, I know the truth. I want to know the truth. I don't know why I need to know the truth, but I do.
1: Part of me wishes my closer friends didn't follow me on Facebook or listen to my radio show. Not that I don't want the audience or I don't want to make that connection, but when we're out together... It's like they already know what's going on in my life so they don't ask because they've either seen it on Facebook or seen it or heard it on the radio. And then the conversation is 100% about them. And I forget sometimes that they already know all about my life. Well don't you can't you we find live new our stuff? lives out loud, right? Of course
0: we do, but don't can't you find new stuff to bitch about? <laughs> Clearly, I don't something. have as much as you. I have literally a list in front of me of grievances. <laughs> Woman, come on now. All right, so that's. Um, I am very excited to, by the way, check back in on this new Facebook unfollow feature that I am going to figure out because I want names and details. <laughs> would uh, you, but you said that you wouldn't get it if you could.
1: No, I. I think that would just. I'm an insecure person that would just undermine my my life. I'm better off not knowing. And for I find it. Interesting, because you are the queen of, well, if they don't like me, F them. That's right, I am. But why do, why does this bother you when, like, someone could tell you to your face that you're a stupid bee, and uh, you'd would, be like, whatever. Yeah,
0: that's true. Wouldn't, but, uh, yeah, I'm a f- I'm a big fan of, of saying the worst thing that you could have in your life is apathy. That is the worst um, reaction to you, right? I think I've spoken about this before. If, if they love you, Great. If they hate you, even better. But if they don't think about you, that's the kiss of death. So I guess there's a part of me that just wants to see that I've if I've irritated someone enough to unfollow me, I would consider that a very sick and
1: dark win. Maybe. <laughs> honestly. Uh, honestly. And, and not unfriend, to say like you, what you're saying is you prefer to be unfriended because unfollowed is I don't care. I don't wanna know. Unfriend is I hate you enough to take that action. When
0: I get unfriended or blocked, I'm telling you, I am, there's a very sick part of me that is like, yeah, but you're thinking about me. Even (laughs) like with people you care about? Uh, Nobody I've cared about has blocked me. I mean, people have blocked me and uh, I mean, I've lost, I've had some friendships end in the last few years, but none of them that I have pined over. You know, they were meant to end. In my mind, there was no animosity. Maybe in their mind, there was because of the, you know, the unfriending. But in my mind, I'm like, well, that's the way it should have gone. And it was meant to go. I hope they don't stew about it because I don't.
1: Well, if someone unfriends you, it's that you showing up in their feed infuriates them and they don't want, they're not over it yet.
0: That's right. But an unfollowing can also do the job too. So that the next time I actually see you, we can all pretend to be polite, which is always nice, and say, Hi, how are you? Great. I'm great. Now, but now that I know the truth and I've been unfriended and blocked, I haven't had a situation yet where I've bumped into that person. I honestly, right. that is. We have
1: been unfriended and blocked by the same people.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, that's right. I was actually talking about other people. I wasn't even thinking about this one too, but right. Yeah, you and I were recently blocked and unfriended by the same person for no—actually, no good reason we could say. Yeah, that one—that one wouldn't bother me because that was more about them than us, right? I mean, thank—I mean, God knows we're bees, but we're not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) This time, I swear we were innocent. (laughs) Uh but yeah no I I I would um I wonder when you unfriend and block someone you're just making it awkward the next time you see them. Right. I hate th-
1: Why I do that? Especially people you work with. I've had that happen where uh someone left my place of a po- it well they moved and they immediately deleted and blocked a bunch of people that worked at the office and then years later they needed to hire a radio staff at a <laughs> at a radio station. <laughs> And then they like added me as a friend again and then tried to be nice. And I was like, well, no, that's not how that works. You were unprofessional. Why would I want to come work for you?
0: Yeah. Just so we're clear, a Facebook unfriending is permanent.
1: You can never go back. Like the only way around it is if you can actually convince somebody that your account got Taken over or whatever and you start a brand new account like if you need to go start adding people You got to ditch the old one completely and start a brand new one, right?
0: You know, when when I first got on Facebook, I'm a late bloomer in life and on Facebook, and I only got on Facebook a few years ago, and I added a bunch of people who I barely knew, and at the and at the time, I didn't really understand the um, the social intricacies of Facebook and social media and the way it worked with friending and unfriending people. I didn't understand, and I. I didn't like that I was friends with people that I barely knew to begin with. That was my mistake to friend them. And they were in radio and some of them, I, I don't even know if I'd met them before in Ottawa radio. So I, one night I got, you know, into the vino and I unfriended some people not realizing and then I would later bump into them and then I'd realize what I had done that I created this awkward thing and I right. felt bad about it and I'm thinking I unfriended you but only because I, I, I wanted you to say... You can't do t- that.
1: You just need to start a new personal Facebook just for your inner circle.
0: That's right and I almost went to one guy in particular, perfectly nice guy and I, I said hello to him. He was charming. He was lovely to me even though I know he knew that I unfriended him. Not blocked him but unfriended him and I wanted to say can I get him all again on that but I didn't. <laughs> I just yeah, left no. it. I, it was too late, though. But do you being friend gracious. listeners? No. No, I do not. Not a one? Uh, you're not, not a one. Not on Facebook. But I'm thinking about, this is a whole different conversation, but I'm actually thinking about starting like a, a public page. But there's something arrogant about doing that, too. It's like, I'm a public figure. This is my page. Look at all the cool stuff I post. Really? I Listen to my radio show. It's way cooler. You know, it's a lot of work to do social right. media. So I'm just really lazy. But yeah, I, if I did, I would do a public page and have people friend me. I like talking to listeners and reaching out and like mm-hmm. they, they give me great content and they make me happy until I get hate mail. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get so much hate mail. I have a few listeners. If I've met you in person and I would know your face, I'll add you. Right. But oh, then I, I, I batten down posts. So if it's a really personal post, it only goes to a group of people that is my inner circle.
0: Well, that's smart. So that's what, anyway, I I need to have a separate conversation with you about Facebook because I still don't understand the intricacies. I'm too busy worrying about who's unfriending and unfollowing me to worry about the bigger picture. That's
1: so funny. All right. I want to air my last grievance. All right. Uh, Sleep injuries. It's how you know you're old. Uh, (laughs) I'm still in my thirties and I woke up this morning at 1 a.m. and I could not move my shoulder. Like, you know, you're old. I'm laughing, but that's not funny. When you're, d- your chiropractor's on speed dial, <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Like, I can lift my arm maybe half a foot before it, like, goes limp and it hurts. Like, right at my shoulder. I woke up in the middle of the night naked as a jaybird. I got this <laughs> ball that my dog had been chewing on, and I rolled around on it against the wall. It was just the saddest, most awful thing like trying to self massage my back uh i can't thanks for the visual and uh secondly <laughs> so you just slept on it wrong and destroyed it yeah, basically yeah it's just like my neck is totally messed up and, and it's so depressing and you're still injured yeah i had to <laughs> i had to make an emergency appointment today holy crap i once like literally could not move my head because i was getting out of bed and i went <sighs> and dropped my head and it cracked <laughs> and I was incapacitated for like a week.
0: Are you worried that that's how it's going to end for you? <laughs> that you're just going to have like a sleep injury, you're going to be in bed and can't quite reach your phone? Uh,
1: yeah, it's really depressing. So that, I that, need that, but, one of those like medical alert touch bracelet things. <laughs> it's like the is, old people. Is that a thing? Yeah. Like oh, the, you know, know how they have the necklaces with the button and you're like... No, if you I fall, didn't know that was a thing. I could use have, one
0: of those. But like a beacon, when I'm drunk at the end of the night, you people can find me.
1: <laughs> Strobe lights, I just in the send ditch. me out with
0: flares. I need flares. I need a flare. I need those running. I need heels that have lights on. You know that they light <laughs> it like, like the kids. I've always wanted those. You can find me in the club, as if I go to a club, please. But you know, <laughs> the
1: movie theater, wherever you're That's, drunk, It doesn't really there. matter. She's over there, there's your shoes. <laughs> like, so, how sad is that? Who injures themselves sleeping?
0: Um, The fact that you actually have to see a medical professional is very concerning, (laughs) but I don't want to scare you. By the way, isn't the worst, too, when you are sleeping and then your arm falls asleep or your hand falls asleep and then your alarm goes off and it's like this dead fish that you're using to turn off? You're you're using one hand to slap.
1: That's basically what I had to do. I had to, like, use my hips that don't lie to, like, launch my arm into the air and, like, over to the other side so I could get out of bed. Like, trying to start momentum. Kind of like... uh. And, it was, and you know you only have a few
0: shots at it before you break something, so you got to get it right. And then trying to
1: drive to work
0: was pitiful, too.
1: I couldn't put on my seatbelt with my left hand. I had to, like, reach over myself with the right. I couldn't shut the door. Oh, so my I God. So I was, like, reaching over my left arm with my right arm to pull the door shut. And I'm still chubby. So, like, that's a challenge in itself. They don't go that far. And... It is not good. It is. It sounds. You know, the visual is you
0: dragging your hand behind you like (laughs) a club foot. Like Quasimodo. (laughs) Like
1: Like a knuckle dragger. Totally. (laughs) That's how I feel. And it's so frustrating. Like, and I want to. People are like, oh, is your arm okay? You're holding it funny. And I want to be like, oh, I have this great sports injury or like sex injury <laughs> sex or something, injury. right?
0: Yeah, no. you can't. You got to change the dialogue that you can't say that it's a sleep injury. You can't.
1: My boyfriend was over last night. He's going on vacation for a week without me. So I had to make sure like he had his fill before he goes, right? <laughs> So, <laughs> right. Are you sure it's not from that? No, it's not. Because at one point I was like, hey, baby. And I tried to push myself up to get on top. Not happening. I <laughs> fell on him like a dead fish. Like, <laughs> I it. I was like, I'm crushing you right now. Totally hot, isn't it? He was like, not having it. <laughs> it was not good. Did you and try like, to this flop is just around? In the, like the flirty stage. I, we still like, had clothes on at this point, And it was like, no, this isn't, No. Now it's have just fun clinical? on your vacation. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, but it's, oh, it, you, just, you can't make yourself feel sexy when something's off. Like, I'm sure if it were like that all the time, you could get used to it and you find ways to make alterations. I mean, I have arthritis. So every once in a while, um, something doesn't work. But when it's fresh, when it's new and it's unexpected and it's from sleep of all things, it's humiliating.
0: So, wh- how are you going to rectify this situation? Stop sleeping? No, I'm going to go see my hot chiropractor later. <laughs> are you? Is there a part of you that wonders if you're purposely giving yourself <laughs> sleep injuries so you can see your hot chiropractor? Maybe. <laughs> do, do you ever catch yourself saying my shoulder hurts, but my inner thigh is a little sore as well?
1: No. Although <laughs> they do have that electronic like tens machine, which basically like electrocutes your your muscles into moving. Oh, and it's
0: oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: it's like Doctor Ho, but on steroids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: God! Can you videotape yourself doing that? I'd love to see that. That's amazing. It like makes your it basically shocks your muscles into like moving a lot, and then uh, they just stop feeling things. It's great. <laughs>
0: So you're part robot by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Perfect, that's excellent. So, yeah, is that it? have we just aired all our grievances? We have.
1: What? Uh, wh- how much time have we been talking for? Quite some time, like I feel over like...
0: forty minutes. Uh, we, we got, got pro- girl, we got problems. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like we could do an ongoing segment uh, from time to time about our ongoing grievances and even put it out there to anybody else. If you have any grievances you would like us to air or discuss or decide, which.
1: Yeah, things that you're going through that your friends and you are talking about, we want to hear about it. You can go to our Quick and the Dirty Facebook page and uh, you can let us know there. You can let us know on our Gmail, the gmail.com. And you know, your problems will actually probably make
0: us feel better about our lives. So we'll help each other.
1: <laughs> and don't forget to follow The Quick and the Dirty on social Instagram at Hillary on air at Sandra 1053, Twitter at Hillary Welch at Sandra Kiss 1053, and Facebook at Quick and Dirty Podcast. If you've got a question for us, you can email us at Quick and at gmail.com.